It's a new episode, episode three. What? I thought it was episode four. No. We had the preview show. Yeah. Social dilemma. That doesn't count as a... it's a preview, isn't it? Okay, it's a preview. It's like pilot shows are zero, aren't they? Anyway, welcome to episode three. Jesus. It's going to be hard work this, isn't it? (laughs) Season three, episode three. Thirsty Bitch reboot. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh my God. So listen, first of all, before we start, I just want to thank everybody that has been listening to us. Um, we have gotten such good feedback, haven't we, Keith? About, yes, we have. Um, incredible feedback on social media, which if you're not following us, we are at Thirsty Bitch UK on Twitter and the same at Thirsty Bitch UK on Instagram. And we have... You, you're getting that right. We, we've been getting a lot of DMs, haven't we? You were, yeah, the Thirsty Bitch has. You yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, I, not I me. mean, well, yeah. I got a couple. But yeah, it's like, you have. I mean, don't put yourself that down. No, I you mean, can do that on. for me, can't no, you? No, br- bring yourself back up, girl. <laughs> bring yourself back up. No, it's been really yourself. positive. I think this whole body dysmorphia for you is something that um, yeah. a lot of people want to talk about yeah. but they don't because they feel ashamed of something and we've just put it out there for people to listen to in private I think it's a good thing me too I really I'm really happy so listen mm, before we first. start I really want to thank everybody out there that's been listening to us and yeah we're so happy to start our third episode and we are going to be talking about Rona oh we don't know her. We don't know her. We don't know her. We don't know. But her. we kind of do, actually. I mean, we're, we're going to be talking about the effects that this uh, virus, um, this global pandemic, has had on different kind of um, careers or different kind of jobs, and we have very, very various. Does that? Can, can I say that? Very various. Very various. Well, very various jobs. You usually talk shit, so yeah. why not? <laughs> Thanks, bitch. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking to uh, people like ourselves, which uh, have lost all what, of... Are you Shirley Valentine, are you? Yeah. Hey, Walt. Just yeah, like, you now. Like ourselves that have lost pretty much all of their, their work. Yeah. So, uh, Keith is a DJ. I'm a DJ. Keith is a DJ. Um, <laughs> Thanks. And you're a DJ. How many times do I do this? <laughs> React to this bit. Yeah, so every, every podcast... Um, uh, we're going to be reacting to something. It can be either music related or it can be something maybe that's happening, you know, in the news, something, you know, that's something fun. Something fun. Something fun. Oh, bitch. I mean, seriously, we have to react to this. Why? What's that? Um, the Sainsbury's, uh, I can't believe we're actually reacting to this, but girl, th- these are the times that we're living in. <laughs> these are the times. Okay, so to give you a little bit of a backstory, Keith, uh, yeah. what are we watching? Like, what do well, you it's, For those, because a lot of our listeners, most of our listeners in the US, but there's a supermarket chain in the UK called Sainsbury's. Yes. Yes, and there's been a lot of um, ooh apparently, on the internet because their new Christmas advert. White, pasty, racist people are up in arms about this fucking advert. And you know what? I haven't watched it yet, so I thought to myself... I told Keith, I was like, I want to react to this because I want to see, like, what is the whole fucking hoopla? Why are people so upset about this? And you, did you say that? Yeah, I've, I've seen it on TV and it just never clicked with me because I don't... Because you're not racist? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Um, so, yeah. So, um, this I'm going to play this now. And if you do want to see the actual video, if you're anywhere outside the UK, then just click on the link that's in the description on the podcast. But Let's watch it. Time, Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Here we go. Oh, telephone. It's me. No, it's, oh, this hey, is a bro. black family. It's How a black are you? family. I'm yes. Mum. 
Yeah, yeah, well, we're it's fine. Film we're like a home video. I'm getting so excited for Christmas. Christmas! <laughs> I just really hope I can see you. Me oh. too, I'm literally, I cannot just stop thinking generations about of family enjoying themselves on a home video internet. Oh my god, I cannot believe this is a thing. Hey, you. Fucking What's going down? I think it's nice. It's... People are mad about this. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. It's photographs and home videos of um, a black family enjoying Christmas. How does mum with you? Your gravy is pretty good to be fair, and I just really want to be home for it. So my gravy is the best. Dad. Honey! She says my gravy is the best! Honey! Well, yeah. And uh, Sainsbury's have had to actually support that advert and, and write a piece in the national press. Thing is, I am, I am so fucking shocked Why? that that is, that people are upset by that. Yeah. How, how is that offensive? You know, I think that I think that's probably one of the better commercials that I've seen because mm. it features diversity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's something that I think is we've never seen this. It's so no. refreshing to see this. And we can't keep seeing just white families enjoying oh themselves. That's God. not representative of the UK. But the people that are moaning are actually saying, oh, Sainsbury's are getting too woke for themselves. What and is woke about showing a black family enjoying fucking Christmas? Yes, because they're a part of the society. For fuck's sake. Listen, I, I'm sorry, but I just cannot, cannot fucking deal with the fact that that is controversial in 2020. I, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't fit into my mind. They were first of all, all from what I saw, a heterosexual couple. They were black, and they're mad because they're black. I mean, can yeah. you imagine if, could you imagine if, the, if Sainsbury were really fucking woke, they would have put a black a gay couple on there. Let's talk about being fucking woke. What would have happened there? Black gay trans couple. <laughs> oh, fucking lord! I don't think. Listen, I think it's it's really important to say and to kind of like give mm. these kind of like different just people they're different people from everybody they We're, are oh, I'm, i am thinking that if you're in london reacting to this it, it would be classed as probably quite normal but i know that where i'm from in in north yorkshire area there's not a lot of diversity as well so i'm guessing it, it could be a lot of you know there th are no black people in yorkshire there's no in in certain areas of yorkshire but north yorkshire is very much like the the it's very white basically but in uh, so I, I remember I never saw a black person until I was about 16. Okay, listen, I'm I'm going to say something. I'm going I in Chile, where where I'm from, um there are very there were back in in when I when I moved back there, there were very few black people, right? Yeah. And when I went to uh um I went to high school to relearn Spanish and it, I did I, the the um I did my junior and my senior year there again. And every time we had a student, because we were all Chilean, but we didn't have any like uh, black people or we didn't have any foreigners. So we had exchange students. And every time we had an exchange student, they would either be black or they would be Latino or they would be whatever. But you know what, with the black people um, in Chile, there were very few black people. Mm. So it, it caused a sensation, it caused yeah. like, because back then there literally like you in Yorkshire, there were no black people. But yeah. I think the difference is, is that people were kind of like um, interested. They were, they weren't, they weren't like 
touching their hair and be like, oh my God, I love your hair. Not that kind of shit. I'm just saying, mm. oh my gosh, it's so interesting, you know, your culture. Yeah. But nowadays in Chile, people now are racist because there are more black people there, more people yeah. from Brazil, more people from Venezuela, like more Spain. people. Yes, and I just think that it's so unfortunate that these things are happening because they show what real life is like, mm. regardless if you have ever seen a black person, yeah. regardless of when I ever saw a black person. It just it just boggles my mind because regardless if you see someone somebody that doesn't look like you, yeah. you're just like okay. Well, I was talking to Mum about this similar thing not so long ago, and she's not racist at all. I mean, she comes out with a typical Yorkshire kind of attitude sometimes. But the only reference I had to black people before I was sixteen and saw one was what the media, what was shown on TV, what was shown on the Bill, what was shown on all these soaps and stuff. And it was always, you know, the black person was the one that had the drugs on them. And the black person was always the one that That's broke so into someone's disgusting. house. So for someone who's got zero reference to the black community, that I could only go for media. Yeah, I know. But Keith, this is you. And this was what, how many years ago was this? Oh God, well, I'm 42 now. So I, I left home when I was 18. So all up to that time. Okay, so what are we talking about? The late 80s, early 80s? Oh, jeez, fucking cheeky bitch. Yeah, 90s. 90s, okay. So for you to say that now is yeah. is understandable, but for people to say that now about these times, yeah. I think is completely unacceptable because we see black people, we see Arab people, we see Chinese, we see we see all types of people. Yeah. Even if we don't see them in our you know environment, we see them on TV, we do yeah. see them. And for people to be shocked about a commercial that features all uh, an all black cast, yeah. I find it, I find it really scary, actually very worrying to me yeah. because if you go as something that, that people can't even help, like um, not that they have to help it, you know, but uh, about like their skin, you know, like uh, their skin color, I just don't understand how that can be affected yeah. to somebody that's sitting at home watching this advert and being like, oh my God, black people celebrate Christmas too. Yeah. Bitch. I know. And I just, I, I don't get what people feel so threatened by. I it's, thought really, it, it's a supermarket advert. I thought it was, listen, it, my reaction, because I hadn't seen it before, I felt it was very heartwarming. It was very, it, first of all, it didn't It didn't even mention, which I think is even better because I'm not a religious person and I don't want to fucking see religious shit. Mm. I'm not a Christmas person, but they managed to do it in such a way where they didn't fucking shove Jesus or God in your fucking face like most Christmas yeah. adverts do. And they just managed to do it so well. So I personally think Sainsbury's did a fucking yeah. incredible job. So Sainsbury's, if you're listening, you go, girl. Ooh. We haven't done this since, I think, the first series, but we normally play some music. Oh, we used to play some music in the first series, a song that really resonates with us that we like. Now, you picked <sighs> yes. one for this, okay, this podcast, you, Okay, listen, I, I, I know that Melanie C is, uh, she's, you know, from the Spice Girls, obviously. She was Sporty Spice. Yeah. And obviously she's had a huge, huge amount of singles and albums, all of which have gone completely unnoticed. Oh, Ooh. so in shit there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, but I love her. She was mm. like one of my favorite spices because I felt that she was so cool. Like she was like, she was like the butch spice, but she also, if you call her butch spice, she looked like the kind of girl that would fucking kick your ass. Mm -hmm. So you got to love a girl for that. Yeah. So she released an album this year. And um, yeah, so I really <laughs> wanted to listen to Melanie C's new single called Overload because apparently this takes a leaf out of the disco booklet. So uh, yeah. Let's listen to what a Melanie C and her sportiness has to offer. Yeah, Melanie C and its overload. 
I love her voice, by the way. It's so nice. How long can I flow? Oh, I love it. I love it already. Oh, yes. Okay, she's just a little bit R&B-ish. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so so the the build up sounds very much like everything that's on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Should we claim that with the background? The, yeah. The beats. Yeah. And the, and the the bass. Yeah. Wow, that's very discoy. That bass is. I love it. Yeah. All over this. Oh, I really like this. I just don't like the the like bridge part or, or how, how the pre-chorus okay. I don't like the pre-chorus because yeah. it sounds so like Craig David this part this part I don't like this part do you know what I mean sounds like Craig David but this is good oh yeah work work <laughs> you know the guys have to say that come on and she See, looks absolutely stunning on the album cover. I mean, on the single cover. I think she had a stylist. Well, those who can. <laughs> <laughs> those who can afford it, darling. <laughs> darling. Darling. Wow. I think you could, you could actually take all of her voice out of there and the actual melody and the tune that would carry itself. I agree. I agree. It's a very, and you know what? A lot of people obviously uh, recognize her voice from Spice Girls, but here she doesn't sound like so shit. No, she doesn't sound very familiar. She sounds very, very into her own. She's not trying yeah. to sound sporty. Do you know what I mean? Which is one of the things that I never liked about Melanie C's music is that she always sounded very kind Lesbian. of like. No, just very, very cool. Jeez. Talk about being shady. Well, we know one thing for sure. Melanie C ain't going to be a fan of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, not after that. No, but I really like this. Oh, there you are. That's the Melanie C and it's Overlord. You, yeah. sent me, you sent me a WhatsApp saying, oh, right, good disco vibe that. I mean, I think I think the the, the chorus is very yeah. very disco. -y. It reminds mm -hmm. me a lot of Dua Lipa, what she's doing now. But of course, everybody should like her. Dua Lipa, Dua I love her. I love her. I, 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 I love her. Her last album. I don't like her first album. It was so blah. Ah, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really like that. Okay, so uh, scores out of ten, Keith. I'm only purely for that beat that kicks in. I would give that a good seven. I think. Oh, a good seven. You're yeah. so generous. Mm. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that one, actually. I would, no, so generous. No, no, I am generous. Yeah, okay. I think that she she's doing a very, very good uh, job with that song. I need to, you know what? I need to listen to the whole album because uh, I've heard that the whole album is actually very, very good. Mm. So uh, I think that's um, next time we have to react to her first single that she released, which was, I think, in April. Um, so maybe we could do another uh, or, or Melanie C react to this bitch, you know, kind of like series or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, Maybe. even because you like her so much. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was it. Oh, no, she didn't. But we're also going to be having two special guests today. And can you introduce the first guest for us, please, Keith? It is our budding friend and one of the, uh, the best photographers we know, actually. Yeah. Hi. Oh, no, let me introduce you but first. And I'll give you some clap. It's magic. Yay. Oh, my God. You know what you should play whenever he, you say it's magic? You should play Kylie. 
Oh yeah, I'm done. Demon. With I'm done with that. Oh no. <laughs> yes, that's so I could cool. do. I could I do Paul Daniels. Of, I, could, I always think of him when I think of the when that's that's one of my favorite songs. Whenever I say, she says that, I'm like, oh my god, magic. Well, usually when people hear my name, they react. It's a kind of magic, and I'm like, no. What's I've, that? Well, I've just heard Queen. It, yeah, Queen. I've just, uh, <laughs> I've just heard it so many times. Like, it's a great song. Mm -hmm. But like, is uh, it? Yeah, no. <laughs> Okay, maybe in Poland. It's is a, it? It's an alright song. <laughs> I mean, Queen has better songs than that, to be honest. And but anyways, but like, anytime people, uh, somebody hears my name, they react with that song, and that's what's completely destroyed it for me. Mm. But I okay. like, I like Kylie oh. that now your so your name can be associated with that Kylie song because I like when she's like, "Do you believe?" In magic, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's magic. I do <laughs> believe like, oh my in God, it. Yes, I, I do. do believe it. I, I just think of Harry Potter. What? Uh, oh, nobody. So why, why do you have magic as a name? What's this, magic about? This interview's over. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I just I like Harry Potter, even though I've seen yeah. his cock. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's, a, that's, that's moving a very, on. That's a very good question. That's a very good question, Keith. Yeah. Well, oh, thank you. Jesus, compliments from oh, her. Oh, why magic? Why magic? Um, it's because of my name. Uh, so my name is Polish. In Polish, is Maciek. Maciek. Oh, is it? Seriously? <laughs> How long have you known each no, other? No, 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 I know, but, but I, it's spelled so weird. It's spelled like um, Macy. It, yeah, yeah. M-A-C-J-E like, something or other. Yeah, well, well, that's my full name with a J at the end. That's like mm. what's in my passport. Um, if you replace the J <laughs> with a K. What's in your passport? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> another game, that, isn't it? Oh, is it? I don't Condom, know. Condom, meth. No. He's, he's, too, he's too sane for that, Keith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Carry on. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, it's... It, it's if you replace the J with a K, it becomes ma ma uh, Maciek. And so your your so your yeah. name is Maciek what? Groman. Oh, oh what? why is your your last name so normal and your your first name is like so? Michael Magic Magic Michael. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> I mean, this is a wonderful topic for thirsty bitch. Where does my name come from? <laughs> ten minutes in. Yeah, ten minutes in exactly. Well, no, basically, what we, why we wanted to bring you on the podcast was basically because I know we worked very closely together mm -hmm. when we've had club nights. You know, you are mm -hmm. one of the best, if not in my oh, personal yeah. opinion, the best. No, oh, the thank best. You. Uh, club photographer uh, in London and one of the best photographers that I've ever worked with that I've had the pleasure to work with. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we wanted to kind of like just talk a little bit about how this whole entire pandemic has affected your career. To begin with, obviously, like all the clubs, everything stopped. So mm. I wasn't doing any of that. Um, for a long while, there were no shoots happening mm -hmm. in general. So until I think June or July, I didn't touch the camera. Um, for club nights, like shooting naked guys, any any other sort oh. of shoot. Okay, because you have to you have to tell people that aren't aware that you mm -hmm. also uh, do uh, a magazine, which is basically yep. naked guys. Can you tell us a little bit about well, the magazine? I mean, the last issue was released um, last year in June, I think it was. Oh, so. girl, just makes it's it been more than a year. It's been more than a year. What has been going it's shit, on? Though, <laughs> <laughs> But in, in June, uh, or was it July this year, um, 
I restarted shooting for the zine. Um, okay. Oh, so do you have one in the, in the works? I've got one in the works. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> but the thing that I like most about your magazines is that uh, they always have like a very specific theme. Like they have yeah, uh, a theme, like of. yeah, no, they do. Like last year's was very, um, it was like very popish. It was very kind of like it was eighties kind of. Yeah, that, yeah. That, so it's, it's I'm, pop. I mean, I mean, I've had actually themes when it came to the models mm -hmm. in the magazines last year. Uh, it was supposed to be twinks, but mm -hmm. um, and they all had big dicks. Oh, that, that was you have to lower the tone, don't you? Um, the guys have dicks. I'm sorry, <laughs> but he's he's shooting a naked. Oh, that's our dog, by the way. Yeah, that's Rupert. Oh, yeah. little Rupert. No, not, not all men have penises. <gasps> that's very true. That's, that's why I changed true. from uh, photographs of guys with their dicks out to uh -huh. photographs of guys with their bits out. Oh my God, that is so good. Very very socially very aware. Progressive. Yes. <laughs> well, I I did. Photograph one trans guy, so like, um, I mean, him himself, like he's actually gone after after the photo shoot. I think he's gone through like bottom surgery and stuff like that. Oh really? Bottom um, surgery? Yeah, yeah, like confirmation surgery to uh, okay. uh, change his genital bits. I don't know yeah, how yeah. to talk about okay. this. <laughs> yeah, to change his his actual genitalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, but um, even like some some trans guys, you know, obviously, um, even before, um, if, if should they choose to undergo confirmation surgery, the bottom confirmation surgery, might still call their bits penises. Because oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, but- I mean, they can call it whatever the fuck they want to call yeah, it. Yeah, it has exactly. no business of ours to think what, what, what it should be called. I thought I'll just change it to bits because not- That's uh, really good because it's penises. more inclusive. It's yeah. more inclusive. So, but you also have a um, an OnlyFans, right? Oh yeah. <gasps> oh, do Ooh, you. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So, so just to give like our listeners a little bit of a backstory, since you stopped doing the the club photography, mm -hmm. you've kind of like harnessed your energy and your dick sucking skills <laughs> towards mm -hmm. you know, OnlyFans. Yeah, I mean it's something that I started last year. I didn't I didn't end up shooting a massive amount of um, scenes for it. Yeah. Um, since September last year, but. Um, Around January, I restarted shooting properly. Then lockdown happened, so I had to stop again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then um, before I actually restarted shooting this year again, um, I was kind of like gauging how other other whores um, were behaving and because obviously I didn't mm. want to be eaten alive. I wanted to. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? Well, eaten alive. I didn't yeah. want to be like cancelled on Twitter for like starting to shoot. Yeah. We only kind of like. Um, Restarted properly when when things kind of eased down. So um, I did actually start um, meeting friends and new Ooh. friends, uh, new very Just lockdown. <laughs> yeah, like cruising. Um, um, For shame, fairly, fairly, <laughs> shame, fairly shame. Early. <laughs> Look at his face; it's so hilarious. So, do, you, do you remember the very first day you thought, do you know what, fuck this, I'm gonna go suck dick? Um, Ooh, girl. <laughs> well, fine. Well. Uh, She's not beating around the bush, <laughs> literally. Well, Lockdown, <laughs> you are. Um, um, so at that point, uh, I was already seeing some um, of my friends. Um, oh my gosh! So we, I was included in one of those friends because we had seen each other by then. Uh, yeah, we saw each other yeah, in May, have, bitch. Yeah, yeah. In lockdown. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm we taking to, the upper we, we went to um, the park. Remember with with Rocky. Oh yeah, so three yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, we did, Ooh, yeah, where's yeah. my pedestal? Um, <laughs> excuse me, you should have seen how fucking busy the park was. Yeah, remember, it was, it was like we couldn't even find a place to sit down. Yeah. Mm. Well, by that point, so um, I was hanging with 
some of some some of my friends' friends, and I was hanging some of my friends' friends from cruising because oh, there's a, there's okay. this little nudist place that uh, wow. that the, that we've all met at. And Mike, oh. uh, Michael loves to call it uh, the Marshes. Oh yes. <laughs> um, Randy Rona. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that should be the name of this episode, Randy Rona. Yeah, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, and so we're already kind of like hanging around naked, like and 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 absorbing all the sun and the vitamin D. The vitamin D, yeah, literally, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. Well, honestly, to begin with, it was just like sunbathing and chilling and stuff like that. Um, Socially distant sunbathing. To, to well, the length of the <laughs> cock. <laughs> well, it's between, still a separation. Between six and nine inches, depending. You know. <laughs> but she's not counting. <laughs> no, I'm not counting. Not uh, <laughs> <two> fists. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one of my mates, um, as um, I like to call it, he broke the seal. What? 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 What's that? So, so like, you know, like you're, you're brand new in packaging and then you break the seal because like. No. No, I don't understand because I know you're not a virgin. <laughs> yeah, not that kind of seal, just kind of like Rona seal of not having sex with other people. Oh, oh, so he was the first one that decided to have sex. Yeah, in not that I wasn't kind of like mm, I want to do it, but I should be good. But then so when I'm like <laughs> tapping the fingers, going, "Come on, someone do it." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So and you, you, it was your first soul to soul kiss. Yeah. Uh, just a kiss. Just, just, a, just a little. Well, I want to make it nice. Where, where's this going? It feels like we're turning into a sex podcast. What you're wearing? Just a little pectoral dental dam for safety. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> do gay men have them? I thought it was just a lesbian thing. Dams all oh. down. No, well, you can use dental dams for rimming. That's well. Okay, so you don't get shangay or whatever it's called. A what? Shangay. Oh, Shingay. I, have, I have no idea Shigella. what this conversation is. <laughs> Nigella. Anyway, anyway. Shangela lost. So. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my new drag name, exactly. Shadia Lawson. That's somebody's going to steal that name. I yeah. Well, that's fine. It. You can have it for free. I've got a few other ones. Listen, so um, going back to your content that you yeah. started doing in uh, for your OnlyFans, mm -hmm. so you said that you kind of like turned your career, which was taking pictures um, in clubs and mm -hmm. for you know different kind of nights, and it morphed into more of your OnlyFans, where that turned yeah. into your main, uh, like your principal way of making money. Yeah, right now this is this is this is what I do. I photograph boys naked. I photograph and film myself with boys naked. Oh, so, um, so you 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 also get involved? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, it's kind of a transition that I made very well actually with my first video of, on just for fans so okay. mm -hmm. um, would you say that was due to covid that exactly that's a good question. In front of the very camera. good question well your questions oh, are no, so good today no Keith. no girl that was like last year when i started that's what i'm saying when i started oh, my just for okay. fans i was already like in front of the camera but i think what he was trying to ask has it been more prevalent now are you including yourself more than you used to um no okay so it's, no, it hasn't it's, changed that, that hasn't changed because no, did no. you ever did you ever i don't know if this ever happened to you but did you ever have a little bit of a fear that uh, if you were too present in your videos that I you did. might lose work for other things because you used to have like a regular nine to five job you used mm -hmm, to work at mm -hmm. recon which let's regulation oh Oh, <laughs> magic and micro, micro <laughs> aren't, they the, uh, well, aren't well, they the same thing well i, I get it because like you're not you're you're you're, you're, you're not immersed in, in the fetish world so so to you that's, so that, that's like how dare you oh, bitch. how dare you i am so immersed oh actually you are wearing rubber as we speak yes. yeah. 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 yeah exactly oh my gosh but, so but yeah, yeah it, it was like a nine-to-five job it it, it it that 
like me doing that was not a problem at all because it's already um because uh, uh, you worked in an office of whores of, well <laughs> that too but it's, that too it's also like adult industry oh yeah yeah so mm. and um, didn't wasn't it like a requisite to like sleep with your boss in that job <laughs> no what <laughs> like he's like oh my god don't say that flag it flag it flag, flag, flag it. it did you though <laughs> all right flag flag it <laughs> yeah flag it okay so um yeah so now that you have uh, your OnlyFans page. Can you tell us a little bit about how how it's going for you with this? Is it is it actually paying any bills? Uh, it's so doing personal. the right. But no, it's fine. It's doing all right. It's the numbers are going up. That's that's where I'm gonna leave with that. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> We're hitting those double figures. <laughs> 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 what a bitch. Not joking. How dare you? I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I mean listen, I <laughs> So okay, so you have started to uh find your way more mm -hmm. into the adult industry. Yep. And can you tell us a little bit about if somebody wants to work with you, where can they reach you? Oh, <laughs> <I'm today>. <laughs> <laughs> oh <bitch>. flag it. <laughs> if, if somebody wants to work with you, where where, where can they reach around you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you can find me on my uh, slide. <laughs> Oh, girl, she's and she and she was telling I'm, me that I was on one. I oh mean, lord, I mean, she's accurate. Yeah, she's yeah, accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I get to know more and more about magic. <laughs> so you can find you where on my slightly dead Instagram uh, at hot x h a w t x. Why, why is it dead? Oh, that's because they disabled my account. Oh, oh yeah. Lord. the homophobic Instagram. So how's, uh, it, how's it slightly? You, we should we should have an episode two on fucking Instagram. To be honest, no, don't give them the S. <laughs> oh, God, mm. but like that's a that's a whole different that's kind a, of yes. worms. Okay, yeah. so at, so what what's your so Instagram at hot x h a w t x? Nice. Um, okay, but you're more active, and people can mm -hmm. can send you things on Twitter. So what's your Twitter account? It's at hot photo triple x h a w T photo triple mm -hmm. X triple X and, and my just for fans, which is also hot photo triple X. So just just for dot fans slash hot for hot photo triple X. Oh, H -A -W -T wow. photo triple X. And what if what if somebody wants to get in touch with you to take pictures for your magazine? Oh, just message me on social media. That's the but you also way. have a, a, a hot zine. Uh, oh, that's yeah, that's hotzine.com. Yeah, it's um, hotzine.com. Right now I'm working on it again. Um, it's um, something that I haven't, the website is not something that I've looked at for a while, but I'm restarting. Um, mm -hmm. and no, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying so people could, could take a look at your work because they want to see like what you work, which by the way is absolutely incredible. Thank I you. love your work and the level of work that you do. You've, you've worked, you've worked with a lot of like good, good models. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, so, I mean, I mean, I do like my amateur guys, guys who yeah. haven't done shoots or haven't done many shoes before, but I have with some big is, names is, in the is industry that, as well. That's so. how you can touch me in the bad place. There's no bad places <laughs> they're all good places they're all good places because you you've also i think it's quite important to to also mention that you have had tons of qx covers your pictures have oh. been on the covers of qx magazine quite i mean a, quite a, quite I've, a few. I've had a few i've had a few not that many but i've had but a few. you've had quite a few yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so i mean uh, that's that's how i actually got introduced to your work is because i mm. saw um your your covers for She's a cover girl. yeah oh did you actually yeah, of course of course but i told you remember when we met the, for the first time i was like oh my gosh you take the covers and you were like uh, yeah, you I, yeah i did see because then did. david also brought up the um the, the, who the, 
Oh, flag, it. <laughs> flag it. Flag <laughs> it. Well, also at the time, somebody that we were talking to exactly. <laughs> pointed out that New Year's cover that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you you've had a pretty pretty good career out of mm. taking club photography. And could you tell us a little bit of how often were you hired uh, to take club uh, pictures? Uh, let's say in a regular month. Oh, uh, for QX magazine. Yeah, yeah, for QX. Oh, at the height of things, because um, the numbers have gone down since but um at the peak of things i was like um uh, three nights a week uh, so so i mean yeah i mean the thing is is that this is something that we have to talk about because i think it's really important to see that the level of work that you were doing for a magazine um before all of this hit so you Mm. were you were pretty much making a good salary out of it i think yeah so in order for that to completely go because mm-hmm. did you did you also work for Boys Magazine or was it only for for QX? No, 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 no. Um, I'm, I had I actually had the offer of working for Boys Ma- Boys Magazine, but um, at that time I had this whole thing about like QX and loyalty and stuff like that. I could have mm-hmm. been I could have mm-hmm. been double teaming the magazines, you know. Oh, you could have been you <laughs> tag, been, teaming. Yeah, tag teaming, double the dipping, yeah, double dipping, double dipping. Um, but you didn't double dip. I should have, and it's not something um, at yeah. that time I thought was like a good thing to do, which I. Uh, I should. I, I, should, I just should have. I know. Looking, mm. isn't it funny how looking back on mm. certain things now that we're in a in a in a space where that doesn't exist yeah. anymore. Hindsight is twenty twenty. No, I know, but it's funny hey. because you you really think nice. now and you're like, oh my gosh, I should have just accepted that. Why yeah. didn't I do it? Mm. Because also you were also hired for events privately because you you yeah. work quite a lot with the Eagle here in in, in London. Uh, well, I work with. I've I've done um, nights for the Eagle, as in like photos at nights for for the Eagle. Uh, but mostly um, I worked for um, Cheer Up Pop Parties. Oh, uh, what? Two packs pop parties. <laughs> cheer Up Pop Parties. Oh, I said two packs two, two pop packs. parties. <laughs> <laughs> cheer Up Pop Parties. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is and like a 90s night and Athena, which is an 80s night. Oh, the never heard of it. <laughs> oh. The amount of really times I've dragged her to that night. I heard there was a really shit day. Where, where, where did you DJ Eagle? <laughs> Didn't you DJ at the oh, Eagle? Huh? You had your own club night there, didn't you? Oh yeah, but that honey, that but that was going back a, a while. Yeah, it was called Kink, and it was <laughs> and it was oh, in the seventies. Yeah, it was called Kink. Prohibition times. Yeah, yeah, and we. That's where I'll leave it. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'll leave oh. that. That's where I'll leave that. Flag it. Can Flag you, it. <laughs> but can you see yourself? Like obviously, the the, the Rona is going to leave us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I reckon around the spring next year. So, do you think that your the work that you did three nights a week is ever going to get back to the, to where it was? Good question. Uh I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure, um, yeah. because um, a lot of places are closing. A lot of yeah, places yeah. are at risk of closing. I have, I have, I, I have, a, I have a little bit of a of a viewpoint on this. Okay, mm-hmm. I know that a lot of venues are closing, but when we start getting back to quote unquote normal life, mm-hmm. they will be reopening again. Now, mm-hmm. now, will they probably be in the same venue? No. No. But I think that because everybody will be going out, mm. there will be a demand mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. gay clubs again because I think it's very important to remember that London once, mm-hmm. once upon a time, had the the best and the biggest gay nights. Mm-hmm. And I think that going yeah. into this new, I think it's going to be probably a renaissance of of of, of going back sure, out. I hope so. I think no, so. I, I really do. I do believe perfect that. time to refresh. Yes, yes. I think I think this is an opportunity for us to be really positive and be very kind of like hopeful for the future. And I think that you, in in your case, and what you do, I think you can provide a lot of that because you're going to be able to give us a little bit of pictures and insights mm-hmm. on what 
you know, life is going to be like after all yeah. of this horribleness. Yeah. Well, on, honestly, when things restart, I just want to dive in head first and be oh. out every night. And mm-hmm. Not fist first. Yeah. Oh. Um, um, I just want to be out as much as I can and yeah. I actually t- same. take photos. Hashtag and, same. Yeah. Um, one thing that the lockdown has has changed in me, um, my confidence levels. Yeah. Because that's something that I've always had to work on. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not something that, like I've never been like a naturally con- confident person. So yeah. it, it was a process that I have to, had to go through. Yeah. And now having to stay at home and right. um, obviously I'm still meeting people for filming and, you know, uh, doing wonderful, wonderful podcasts and everything. <laughs> um, I'm 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 still being social, but not to the level that I was when I, you know, yeah. you're walking through the you're club. You're very, you're a very social person. So many people yeah. know you. Yeah. Well, you're walking through the club, and you have to like speak to every person. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you can, I mean, I've been you, there. I've been there when yeah. I'm with you, and you know everybody. And it's yeah. it's 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 all of that has literally been Gone. taken away. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I think also also you had private. Uh, club nights hire you. Like for mm-hmm. example, I remember RNG hired you for yeah, pictures. I, I, I sh- and I and you did well. their pictures for them. You also had a, a you okay, hun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could listen, honey, the list can go on and on, <laughs> yeah. but I have been in every one of those parties mm-hmm. and I just mm-hmm. see how much you're valued and appreciated because those pictures describe what, and, and I think that the funny thing is, is I think that the, one of the reasons why those nights are so successful is because they have images that kind of like, mm. they, they kind of like make it equal to what it is going there. So people are like, oh my God, I want to go there. They tell a story. There. Exactly. Because you've not been there and you look at it. Exactly. Look at Studio 54 and those photos, yeah. it yeah. all tells the story. Exactly. And I think that once we get out of this whole entire situation, I think that people are going to be wanting that so mm-hmm. bad yeah. because they're going to want to see people having fun again. Yeah, yeah Girl, we need, we, need to, we need to see some people like having a good time again. And I think that that's mm-hmm. where, when you were saying, I'm not going to just pick doing, you know, pictures for QX, bitch, do them for anybody yeah, that will pay. Literally, literally. Yeah, we're talking literally. about getting out now. We need to take to a photo studio because you've got some pictures of our second guest coming up. And yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Oh my gosh. So our next guest, I think is, uh, he he's uh, international event producer, uh, Timo Bolt. And I, I've known Timo for such a long time. He is a wonderful events producer who's done many events in Dubai, in all of these, um, you know, all these countries where being gay is illegal. Goals. Most for you, but not just that. (laughs) He's done a lot of events here in London. He's done a lot of events, so many in so many places. And I've known him and his partner Stefan, aka Ken Rodeo, for ooh girl. As soon as Dog heard that paw name, it was off. (laughs) So I yeah, I've known them for such a long time, and we have a very very good interview coming up with him. Um, it's Keith. It was your first time meeting him, right? It was my first time meeting him. Yeah, because we're doing the photo shoot, and he was coming along to do some pictures for us. I've heard of his boyfriend, but I've never met him. And the interview that's coming up next, it's a little bit echoey because yeah, we did it in a dis- photo disclaimer, studio. Disclaimer, it is a little bit echoey, but you know what, bitch, deal with it. Yeah, so thank you very much, Magic. And we'll, we're taking you now to the photo thank studio. You. Yeah, and thank you uh, so much, Magic. It was so nice. And listen, we cannot wait to see what you have in store for the pictures for your upcoming magazine. Uh, follow Magic on all of his social medias. And thank you so much again. Thank you, girls. <laughs> All right, so we'd like to welcome our very special guest tonight. Oh, me? No, not you. Oh. It's it's Timo. How do oh. we pronounce your name? Timo what? Bolti. B-O-L-T-E. Timo Bolti. What, Bolta? 
Bolte. 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 B-O-L-T-E. Okay, so tell us a little bit about how you came to be, because you're... Hang on, welcome, by the way. Yeah, Thank you for having me. <laughs> did, I not, did I not welcome him? No, you didn't, you ignorant bitch. Oh, that was sorry. the first time we did this. <laughs> oh, so welcome, Timo. Yes. So tell us a little bit about what you do, how you do it, and where you do it. Oh, gosh. This sounds like grinder profile. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, come on, girl. Well, um, based in the Friendly Castle, New Kent Road. Um, we are, we are, I'm, host, I'm having an events design business, okay. event design management production. And um, just recently expanded the business in March. Okay. I used to work with Flowers the last years, and mm -hmm. now uh, we are having this events agency, basically working in Middle East for the events and Fires Asia for like workshops and education. Okay. So um, is it still the same name? Is it still Tim Bolte? Uh, well, it's, it's still Timo Bolte, but it went from Timo Bolte Floral Design to Timo Bolte Events Design. Ah, okay. So but now it's not just floral designs, it's just Timo Exactly, Bolt. because now we have a bigger team. Now I'm partnering okay. with my husband. He's oh. doing all the uh, management and organization and number parts. What's your husband's name? We don't know. <laughs> Stefano. <laughs> but oh, most, I love him. Most of you probably know him from Ken Rodeo. Oh, what's that? I, I, I've not a clue. He's not, he, he doesn't know. I'm so innocent, I've not a clue. <laughs> I know he's not so much in entertainment. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, so he, he works in the adult industry. Okay, yes. so you're, you've been partnered up with him to start your own business now. Exactly. Okay, and tell us a little bit about what kind of events do you produce? What kind of events do you do? Yeah. Well, the last years we were focused uh, on wedding, luxury weddings. And now we are going more like in the fancy artsy part, like um, mm -hmm. social events, um, corporate events, fashion events, something like this. Because oh. I did flowers for like more than 22 years. And now I want to be more like the design part. So flowers is not too important for me anymore. I want to be okay. more like entertainment, about um, lightning, about staging, about designing an event. Because for okay. me, an event is much more than just the decor part. A really good party just for you guys out there. It's about food, DJ, and light. Oh, so it, can, oh. it can be anything. It can be, wedding, you, you, it can can be, you can be in a barn. If you have a good food. In a barn? In a barn, yes. Okay. If you have good food, amazing light, and a DJ, the part is going to be epic. But you, you organize all that? Yeah. Yes. So it's not just the flowers. Your website is very, well, I've seen a lot of flowers on there. So it's not just that. It's now any kind of thing that you can think of, you can well, provide. It, it, it's, it's very, very flower overloaded because it's what I did the last years. I want you said 22, but you, look, you only look about 25. I wanted to work on the, prof, uh, on the profile now this year, but okay. the COVID uh, hit, uh, hit us back. What's COVID? Um, this is uh, the, the girlfriend of Boris Johnson, I think. Oh, you know. Ooh, girl. Yeah, but, yeah, but oh, which, which one? We're getting political. <laughs> We're getting political. Now that you've like said that you've uh, taken your, your like company and you've elevated it to events. Yes. Um, do you think that it's something that can survive like in this kind of like uh, environment, like in the COVID environment? Well, actually in the moment it's quite difficult for us because of all the government restrictions. Mm -hmm. When I see, uh, I've been in the summer in, uh, in Italy where people were allowed to party, people went to party. They had yeah. parties in the villas, in the yachts. Yes. If I see the situation right now, 
people in Dubai are allowed to meet up to 200 people in 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 a hall and at the oh, really? now they, 200 yes, people in Dubai in Dubai allowed again yes maximum five people per table two meter distance wearing a mask all the time but 200 people in a <laughs> hall are allowed yes wow and people are going to go there to party to celebrate Gran Canaria still the last flights I know before lockdown oh yes oh. Gran Canaria still yeah so so many people from South London East London yes. went there so many games of course it did so there is there's, so there's another games. pride uh, there was another pride going on a few weeks ago yeah. Was you there? Was you? Yeah. No, no. I oh, know because you you're not very no. good with flights. Are you? No, he's he's not very good with flights. <laughs> <laughs> tell, oh, tell us about oh, that. I'm living in the airport. <laughs> oh, here we go. This so, bitch. So, so with your events, tell us what uh, I'm guessing. Every event is different, but I'm thinking events like you know you got a DJ, you got that, and it might cost about ten grand, five grand at best. What kind of for money? For the DJ, are we talking? yes. For a good DJ. Well, who are you getting? Like David Guetta or like? Well, I'm pretty Dead sure mouse. this beautiful lady next to me is uh, charging minimum. Oh, bitch, please. Worth much more. Have you, oh, you're so have sweet. You worth? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, just recently a stream with about the U US market. Mm -hmm. And I can say the average wedding is about 70,000 US dollar. This is like every Ooh, average wedding about 100, 130 guests. Mm -hmm. If I think about um, our Middle East weddings, 500 to 800 people is like a million US oh, dollar. Oh, my God. Wow. What's the most expensive? <laughs> you done uh, the most expensive one was um, I was allowed to work as one of the supervisor for the for the Al Maktoum wedding in Dubai wow. which was held last year which officially never existed so we don't have any photos at all of this wedding wow it's, why why uh, it, no, it, it was the royal wedding so the three sons of uh, the Sheikh Al Maktoum the ruler of Dubai got married <laughs> sounds like uh, a new on language a closed, I know on a closed airport 40,000 square meters I know they had an event at an airport they, they, they just closed the whole airport for the uh, event. Wow. That is Because so they, they just needed a big space. Jesus. And we had three and a half thousand guests. Oh, ladies no. only. Oh, yeah. We, were, yeah, we remember this. Ladies U only. Unix. Yeah. Unix. Yeah. <laughs> ladies only. No drinking. Mm. Just tea. Exactly. And no chocolate. Yeah. And chocolate. <laughs> no, the mid, chocolate. Middle, middle East wedding, the heart is tea and chocolate. They have chocolate buffets. They have like kilometers of chocolate. French chocolate, Belgium chocolate, all chocolate you can oh imagine. Do they, do they have dildos in the chocolates? Do they have like chocolate shaped as dildos? What? No, I'm serious. Because like we are talking about Middle East. Oh, so yeah. they don't like any of it's that. It's just Yorkshire tea and a yeah. biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Digestive because if chocolate. I was going to go to a wedding and if I was just going to have tea and, and chocolate, I want like a if, little dildo. If it was in Middle East at a wedding, you'd be stoned. The whole ceiling was video mapping. We had the, the stage, 2,000 square meters, with a wow. um, um, fountain from the, from the uh, um, Burj Khalifa. The Burj, really? was, the Burj Khalifa font was on the stage. <gasps> oh my gosh. I still need a gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> Tea and chocolate for like three billion pounds. Oh girl, girl. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing here in London currently? So here I'm in London, I am working on Christmas decorations quite a lot because as everybody is staying at home and Christmas is halfway cancelled and everybody has to stay at home, there's nothing more important than making your own home as comfortable and festive as possible. So as no one can escape to the parents back to Brazil, Spain, Italy or where all the guys Yorkshire. are coming from. Chile. Oh, Chile. Chile. I was supposed to go to Jesus. Chile this year, but it's cancelled. So everybody's staying at home. So just make a home as comfortable and festive as possible and, and Instagramable as possible. So you're providing a Christmas experience. We are providing 
um, colored and flocked Christmas trees, importing them oh. exclusively. I know. We have already requests from Kuwait, Austria, and uh, Germany for those trees. I love the pink Christmas trees. We have pink Christmas tree gold, we have copper, we have rosé gold, we have a white, red, um, velvet flocked. So I hear that you've got your own plant, your own flower. It's not, it's not a flower, it's not a plant, it's my baby. Okay. It's my thing, what I'm going to leave the world when I'm leaving this beautiful pl city, planet, community, oh. <laughs> which reminds when I'm gone. It's yeah. actually a chrysanthemum um, yeah. named after me, it's called Bolte. Oh. You can source it from every florist and every market around the world. So even the one around the corner from where I live, I can say I want a, a, a Balti. Up, up on the December 1st, you can go to them, tell That's them amazing. I want a Balti Cousant, and they should be able to source it within one, wait, what, three days, four days, one week. Well, what we're going to do, we're going to give away a, a prize of one of your Balti chrysanthemums for a Christmas <gasps> special. That would be so good. Yes, Let's can, do that. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Let's yeah. give away like a Timo Bolt. Bolt a, yeah. Bolt a bouquet. Bouquet, of yes, course. absolutely. Oh, I was going to pay for a plant. You're going to go for a bouquet. You can pay well, for a plant. Well, to be honest, there is a copyright on the plants. I'm not getting any roots of them. I just get them cut off yeah. like a butcher. That's amazing. I'm just getting the, 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 dead, the dead flowers. Oh my God, that would be such a good competition. Let's do that and get it delivered straight to your house for Christmas. Okay. In London. <laughs> In, yeah, in London. Yeah, as in long London. as you live in SE17. Yeah. As long as you live in E1. Yeah. E1, SE1, we're good. All we're close, good. close yeah. to the flower market. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? Congratulations. I think we need a little clap okay. for that. Congratulations to your Timo Bolt yeah. flower. What is it again? What is the name? Chrysanthemum Bolta. Chrysanthemum Bolta. Thank you so that much for that. That was like so cool. I cannot believe that you. I'm you so actually... proud because I have a baby. Aww, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so you've been pregnant for like how many years? And still, <laughs> why well, it's called COVID or Italian belly? <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Italian food, which is still. Oh, still shut up, bitch! You don't have a belly. <laughs> anyway, tell us a little bit about what your plans are for the future. Like, what are you planning to do? Because. Obviously, you have your own flower now, and you have these events that have been postponed to 2022. What is in the future for you? Well, what I've early learned from my mom, I never plan longer than maximum one to maximum three months. Okay. Because whatever I plan is for longer is never happening. Okay. So as, as, whenever I plan something for one year or even longer, it never happened. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned very early is like, Plan, plan short, short term mm -hmm. and be open for every every um, chance which comes up. Yes. So, like, uh, if I think about this year situation, it was March, we were in Dubai, then we came to London. Well, no, we were, so she was calling us, like, every day sending everybody, wake, please come to us, please yeah. come to us. And here in the UK, no one was really aware Worried. of yeah, 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 what yeah. COVID's going to be. Yeah, yeah gonna be so uh, we were uh, on the way in the in, in the uber on the way to a party and she was like we were booking the flight yeah she, because she was getting so nervous i was like okay let's go let's go to Austria because the, we're at home we can we have a dog we can go in the mountains we can go hiking better than being locked down in yeah. in, oh, in, in the uk without a balcony without anything yeah so it was a very wise decision so um and then on the monday morning uh, we went to the airport and they didn't want to even let me in when we arrived in oh, Austria. Wow. What do because you mean? I have, an, I have a German passport. Oh. So they were checking the passport. My husband, Austrian, was quite good, but we don't have the same name on the passport yet because he needs a new passport. So it was not the same name. It was German. It was like they wanted to send me back. But Were you was, denied entry? 
actually kind of yes, but <laughs> even if we are married, <sighs> but we, we couldn't prove it in the second. And he was like, You couldn't prove that you were married? We didn't have the documents with me. It was still in, in, in London. No. Yes. Lord. So now we have the same passport. So now it's good. Now, we, now it's good. We have the same name now. But um, they wanted to send me back. They couldn't. There was no flight anymore going back. We took the very last flight after us, the borders were closed. So they just left you because it was the last flight. Exactly. But if there had been more flights, you would, they have, would been... have sent me back probably. Maybe. Oh, I think wow. so. That so, is so ridiculous. So we spent the whole spring in Austria with our dog, with the family, went hiking every day. Our dog was so popular. Because your 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 husband has his family has a um, a hotel there. A hotel there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow. So, so we yeah, he well, doesn't know that. He yeah. We, know that. we were locked no. down in a, a four hundred beds uh, hotel oh with gosh. a three thousand square meter spa. This the bitch. The mall I learned about gym, you. And a gym. We were the only ones Fucking having a gym. Hell. This bitch. Yeah. I saw the. I saw your Insta stories. I was like, this bitch. <laughs> so, I got a call on a Friday from yeah. a lady I met on in Dubai before the lockdown. And she was like, oh, Timo, what are you doing? I was like, well, what everybody's doing, watching Netflix and staying at home. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very busy. <laughs> uh, she was like, you know what? I'm just realizing one of my dreams. I'm opening now my store in, or like office in Porto Cervo in Sardinia because we don't have any COVID at all. We're like the only place oh. in Europe without any COVID uh, at this situation. A COVID-free place, girl, mm. you better jump on that. <laughs> and she was like, um, and I need a florist just for, for my shop there. Are you available? I was like, yeah, sure. Like, why not? She was like, can you start on Monday? I was like, what? Yeah, so she called a Friday for asking me for, for Monday to move into Sardinia. I was like, no, to be honest, I can't. I have all my winter luggage with me. I just have, oh, I, I'm prepared for, oh, for skiing. I'm prepared for skiing and everything. Okay, you can, yeah, you but can not, not for summer yeah. vacation in Botticella. So uh, we, just, we just bought everything new from the sunglasses, from the shirts, from the everything. And now on the Wednesday, we uh, moved to Porto Cervo. It took you two fucking days to buy clothes to go like to a summer place. No, actually, it took half a day, but we had <laughs> to go to, Vie to, to Vienna and meet some friends. Oh, oh okay. It's right. such a hard life you lead, isn't it? Hard life. Oh, the gays. It's hard. Yes. Uh, and, then, and then on the Wednesday, we moved to Porto Cervo in Sardinia for three months. Ooh. Then the whole nation, Italy and UK, and everybody came to Sardinia. Yeah. We had the clubs open. We had like three, four thousand people I in saw the club. It. I was thinking to myself, these bitches, they better enjoy it for the camp. They and, better enjoy it for the camp. And then uh, in the second week of August, the numbers exploded. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Was, it, was you a super spreader then? Was um, it you? No, no. <laughs> the, the parties that they were at, I mean. Was it like and then, Atlanta And then Flavio Piatore with the Billionaires Club and everybody, they yeah, had yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah. they kept the, the clubs open until Ferragosta, the holy um, day in Italy when everybody is off. So they kept the, the clubs open until Ferragosta, and on the day after they shut down everything because yeah. all the waiters, all the bartenders, all the DJs, all the waitresses had COVID. So yeah. it was yeah, the, it was the, it was in August it was the COVID hotspot of the uh, actually wow. in Sardinia because everybody came there and got infected and then they flew back home. Jesus, how have yeah, you managed yeah. to avoid it then? Oh, have you had it? Well, we were fine. You, oh, you fine. We, we didn't have anything. Yeah, we yeah. continue working. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, he we, never gets anything. I mean, no. uh, I'm fine. I'm on prep. <laughs> like, like every gay man in London, especially in Elephant and Castle. Who's who lives I in don't. Elephant and Castle? I don't know. Maybe me. Oh, you live in Elephant. Oh, we're neighbors. Oh yeah, my god. <laughs> Whenever I saw you on the on the other streets, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You can never say hello to me. Working oh Sainsbury's. <laughs> okay, so you after that, after the Sardinia moment, and you left. Was that something that uh, kind of like shocked you back into 
London. Did you come back to London after Sardinia? Yes, so we directly came back to London and I was so like motivated. Like in the first lockdown, I was attending so many webinars. I was doing so much social, social media stuff and mm -hmm. doing all the stuff which I never had time in the past. I was mm -hmm. so motivated. And then I got, I had so many meetings and so many like meetings with new hotels and new partners and everything. And then the second COVID wave came out with the second yeah. lockdown and I'm like, no, I'm like, so super no like uh, what am i going to do now because everybody who was like super excited in the first lockdown uh is now super annoyed oh honey there were so mm. many like uh, we all? proud proud of uh, first lockdown drinkers and now they're like okay now though we can't stay at home we have to go out we have to go out dodging we have to move something because mm. everybody is annoyed now the hype of the first one like staying at home relaxing yeah. netflix and chill more chill like netflix whatever <laughs> netflix and chill. um it's all gone <laughs> now everybody's like oh yeah. We really have this again. Yeah, and so, so in the same situation am I. So I just started to work on like uh, all this online thing, doing the SEO for the homepage, writing so much new potential clients, doing so much advertising stuff, marketing stuff online, mm -hmm. which I never had time for. And I'm still, I have such a big bucket list. My days are still too short to do all the things. I, never, I don't know how I survived in the last years because <laughs> well, I never did all this stuff and I still have all this list. Maybe you should stop going to sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> then I would never met you, darling. Oh, is that where you two met? No, oh, no, 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 in the Sandsbury. <laughs> was it in Hoist SBN? What was it? Was we it met, Fist? Well, no, we met way before that. What he knows you me mean? all the way from Mykonos. Oh, for 54? Yes, yes. He knows uh, me from 2014. We've known each other a long time. Wow. Because they're jet-setting gays, you know, they, uh, they, mm -hmm. they go everywhere. So we've known each other for quite a long time, yes. actually. And we, we were always kind of like around in the same circles anyway, because, you know, very good, well, ex very good friends of mine um, that we shall not name now. Okay. But um, he knows friends that I know. And we've always kind of like been in the same circles. Yeah. So and I was watching your neighbor's cat for some time. While <laughs> you, were, you was watching her neighbor's cat. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We, 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 we got that back. She, he was what? watching my pussy. Oh, uh, my pussy grow. You know, anyone on OnlyFans watches your pussy. <laughs> So let me ask you the last question because I want to kind of like uh, focus on the future. Yes. The future oh. from here to let's say, let's project because you say you don't like to plan very long. Yes. So from here, let's say to the end of the year. This, this podcast. Yeah. So from here to the end of this podcast. <laughs> what can we say that you will be doing in the next month, two months? Well, yeah, what, what, what I'm doing, like, like yesterday I was recording a live stream yes. for a conference, a wedding planner conference in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Three weeks ago I did it uh, for a planner conference in India. So I just try still to network and be involved in all these things. So you're networking. But, well, the thing is never lose your dream. And that, that is, if the way is not working, just yeah. take another way, yes. but don't lose your dream. Oh, it sounds like and a LinkedIn try, post. Try, try whatever it takes to make it come true. And there's always a way. And if it's now, if you don't have like the financial possibilities, there's always different ways or partners. So if you really want to do something, there are people seeing this in you and supporting you. So if you have an idea, if you have a really passion about something, you're going to transfer it to the outside. And there will be people supporting you. Mm -hmm. So, if so you what you're saying is reach out. Yes. Reach out. So you were telling me something that was very interesting. Uh, we were talking about this, that you uh, just went through your Instagram followers and you were seeing like 
who, because you needed a photographer, you needed models. So you were going through your Instagram followers and you were like, okay, who can I contact? Exactly. So this is, this. you know what? Actually, that's a very, very good idea because I think a lot of times people just use Instagram followers as well. They're just followers. But if you actually connect with them and you can say, hey, listen, I'm starting a project. Hey, are you interested? Are you doing this? I think that is so cool to do rather than, than just saying, oh yeah, you're my follower. What are you giving me? So, the, well, the thing is, you have to tell the people yeah. what you are doing, what you are looking for. Because if you don't tell anyone that you are there, people don't know what you're doing, what your, what your service is. So if I say now I'm a dancer or something, or I want to dance, I have to talk to those people or to, to anyone I want to talk to. So all my yes. Col collaborations, yes, all my collaborations started off me contacting those people I admire, telling them that I am admiring them. If there's any possibility, I can e e work with them. And then we're like, oh, you're so such so, so nice, but maybe on this way, on this way, or not at the moment. But you have to tell people what your service is. Also, if you're selling a product, people don't know yeah. that you are selling this product or this is your service. So you have to tell the people so what, you what you're do. recommending in this time is to put yourself out there. I mean, Again, now I is the time because everybody I, is online. Exactly. I think that's really important. I mean, Keith, you know yeah. for a fact that if you don't say what you're doing, People don't know. Yeah. People won't know anything about yeah, you. Yeah, but the, the problem nowadays, though, have you found that a lot of people, when you say what you want to do, they're very protective, or they, they see it as competition, or, or have you found that everybody's welcoming to, to what you want well, to do? Well, depending on how you sell, how you sell it, because it, when I was expanding my business, mm. I was afraid of calling it event management, event planning, because there were so many wedding planners out there. So yeah, if yeah. I say I'm a it's planner... Saturated. And uh, another planner don't want to collaborate with another planner because yeah. it's competition. Yeah. But if, if if I label myself as a design wedding designer, I can still can say, okay, is your client, is your management, is your everything? I just make the design for you, so we can actually share it because yeah. that you are a planner does not mean essentially that you are creative. Just because you're creative does not mean you're a, you're a planner. So in this way, you can collaborate, and especially as lower as you go, for example, when vendor wise, if I see like the florists. We have so many collaborations, working with each other, supporting each other. Because if I have an event which is too big for myself, I just ask other florists to so join you, me. So you, you're, you're very kind of like collaborative. Yes. You're not about like excluding people. No, the, the most important for your, for your success is to collaborate with people. Because you can, only, like or you can only grow when you yeah. work together. Maybe you can't get this client at this moment, but the other one has it, but don't has the knowledge, the technique, or the, the stuff. You can work together, and then you can grow together. This is the only chance to grow if you support each other. There's nothing worse than working against each other's clients. I really, each I, really, I really think that's really important to say right now because a lot of times people think that, you know, you're competition. Yeah. So they don't want to kind of like help you. But I think... Times are changing now. We have to be able to kind of like help each other in order to get somewhere. Otherwise, we'll just be in our own little nutshells and we won't be doing anything. Or if so, you think about it, if you're like uh, working in massage or hairdresser or something, why not sharing a room or a studio or something with someone, tips. With someone oh else? Tips <laughs> with Timo. <laughs> but the, the problem is, like this day and age, everyone's got that, especially with everything that's going on, people just see everyone as a threat. So uh, to find somebody you know that what? wants but to collaborate, he, he, it's great. He, comes, he hits on a very important point, though, because I think we have to adapt to these new rules mm -hmm. and these new moments. And what you're saying is, like, ask put yourself out there, ask for help. I think exactly. that's really important. So, so the biggest strength is saying, I can't, please help me. 
So you are not you're I not like you're that. not poor or you're not a loser if you're saying you need help, you need support. I like Sometimes this. you're in, in a point in your life, like especially in the, now in this COVID situation, you just say, I just can't take it anymore at this moment. Maybe I just financial side because uh, you are not allowed to work in your business. Maybe you just have um, something happening in your life and yeah. you have just like boundaries. The boundaries does not mean your dream is finished. It just means that you have to accept that you can't manage it alone. And if you, by the point you realize you need help and you say it open, people are always there to help you. There is this uh, crowdfunding, there is family, there is friends, yeah. there is other people who just want to give, especially now in the Christmas time, people are willing to give, but not only do Christmas. I know COVID is hard for everyone, but um, if you really want to help someone, there is ways, and not only money-wise. Sometimes it's just about manpower, just about providing something. So if you are in a situation, you think, I can't make it anymore, just talk to someone. Oh my gosh. Oh, Inspirational. Can we, can we get clap. some claps for that bitch? Can we get some claps for the that? The clap. Awesome claps. No, the clap. <laughs> well, Tim, I just want to thank you so much for coming on to our podcast. Yeah. You have given us a lot of food for thought. And by the way, we're on, uh, we did a photo shoot today. And if you've seen the pictures, you know how mm -hmm. handsome and hot and beautiful he is. Thirsty. It's all yeah. Photoshop. Thirsty, thirsty. Thirsty okay, bitch. Yeah, thirsty bitch. Yeah. Um, so uh, thank you so much, Timo. We love you so much here at Thirsty Bitch. Yeah, and just before you go, I'll give your social yeah. media details. Yeah. Well, it's uh, Timo Bolti, event design mm -hmm. on oh. all socials. Thanks. That's thank it. you so much for having me. <laughs> no, thank oh, you. Of course, darling. We love you so much. Are you still thirsty for our thirsty bitch bitchiness? Well, bitch, you better follow us on Twitter at Thirsty Bitch UK and on Instagram at Thirsty Bitch UK. We're all the same, but we're all different, darling. If you want to follow the fabulous hosts of Thirsty Bitch Podcast, follow Amiko at double A M Y K O and. Oh, and there's me, thankfully. At Just Keith, K E Y T H on Instagram. Just, just Keith. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and also as well, if you are liking this Bitch Podcast, then why not follow us on Spotify and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. And please, please, please leave us a nice comment. Okay, all right. Uh, thirsty bitch. Uh, are you a, a thirsty bitch? Or not, or not.